Okay, so today's learning should be Yitzchak ben Chaim Alevi, Yaakov ben Shragafai Balevi, Sar Alevi, Bashmul Tzviyoch, Hanu Pesach, Varyas, Bas Rishur, Rav ben Rabaruch, and Rafu Shalema, Yehudis Bas Miriam. Okay, so we're up to Daf Samech. Today's Daf is a lot easier than yesterday's. We're up to the Mishnah on the bottom of Samech Gimel Amid Beis. So the Mishnah, and two lines from the bottom of Samech Gimel Beis. The Mishnah says, Ha'isha Amra Hiskavali Giti. A woman told someone, uh, accept the get for me. So the woman appoints a shliach to accept the get. So, so the halacha is, in order to prove that she's divorced, so she appoints someone to accept the get, in order to prove that she's divorced, she needs two sets of edim. Two witnesses who saw her tell the shliach, accept the get for me. And two more witnesses to say they saw the husband deliver the get to the shliach. And the get was ripped. Now, basically, so what the Gemara is telling us is that if the woman appoints a shliach to receive the get, and the shliach receives the get, in order for her to be actually divorced, she needs two sets of edim. One is a set to say that they heard her say, uh, point him as a shliach. And the second set is to say that they saw the husband give it to him. Now, just to clarify one point, and it says that the get was ripped. The Gemara is going to explain, this is talking about a tkuf in Klal Yisrael, where we were not allowed to have gitin because of the government, and they had to rip it up. So you had Edeh Mesiras, so you had Edeh who watched it giving over, and then they would rip up the document. Now the reason why, just to clarify one point, the Gemara is going to get into this, if the get is still in existence, and it's in her hands, or even in the shliach's hands, then the halacha is, it's much more much more, much easier to believe them because they actually have the document. Over here, the document is ripped. That's why they need to procure Edim that saw the delivery and saw the appointment. Okay? Now, the halacha is you need two sets of Edim for the appointment and two sets of Edim for the delivery to see that it was delivered. The truth is, they could be the same people. You could have the same Edim serve as the ones who appointed him, as the ones who, who saw the delivery. Or you could have one set, you could have three people. One is the aid of the one is aid for the delivery, one is aid for the for the appointment, and another person saw both. It could be any combination. As long as you have two at the end, you're gonna be fine. Okay. Now, the Gemara is gonna get into a discussion, and the Gemara is gonna relate it back to our Mishnah. The discussion is as follows. You have a person, you have a third party who has a get. There's a machloikas as to why he has it. Itmar. The Braise says, Baal Amr The husband says, this third party, so you have a husband, a wife, Avram and Sarah, and Yitzchak has the, has the get document. Avram, the husband, claims that he gave it to that third party to watch. Pashat has a pikadim. He said, do me a favor, watch the document. So he's still married. He gave it to him to watch. Shlish Amar, the third party, says, Ligerishin, I was appointed, he says, no, I was appointed by the wife, and you gave it to me to, 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 as, uh, to divorce your wife, and you actually divorced. So the husband says he gave it over as a pikadin, and the Shlish says he was actually appointed by the wife as, a, uh, as an aide, as, as a Shliach Likabal Leget, 
And when he received the get, they're actually divorced. It's Machlekes. So who do you believe? It's Machlekes. Rav Huna, me Neman, who do you believe? Rav Huna, Amar Baal Neman. Rav Huna says you believe the husband. Rav Chizda, Amar Shlish Neman. Rav Chizda says you believe the third party and they're actually divorced. Rav Huna, Amar Baal Neman. Rav Huna says you believe the husband. Why? Now again, this case is where the husband and wife and the third party are all in the same city. So the husband claims that it was not actually given to divorce, but actually more as a pikadin. Rav Huna says it's more believable. Why? If the husband, if the husband was actually divorcing the wife, why would he give it to a third person to watch? He would have given it to the wife. They're all in the same city. The fact that he, the fact that he didn't give it to the wife, is indication that he did not want to divorce his wife, and he appointed as a pikad, and therefore we believe the husband. That's Ravuna. Rav Chizda says no. He believes the third party. Why? because he trusted him when he gave him the get. Meaning. A person knows when you give a get to the third party, that third party can claim that it's a, that it was a divorce document, that it was he was an aide lekabel get. Everyone knows that the third party can obviously double cross you and, and mess you over. And the fact that you trust him means that you know full well. Meaning, basically, he knew what he was doing. The husband gives the get to the third party. He obviously understands that. Meaning, in other words, Rav Hunar is arguing. So Rav Huna says, if he really wanted to divorce the wife, he would give it to, to give it to the to the wife and not to the third party. Rav says, well, if he didn't want to divorce his wife, he wouldn't give it to anybody. You give it out to anybody. When you start giving out a divorce document for anybody to watch, you know what could happen. He could claim that it was an aid bekabel get, and therefore you're divorced. He could give it to the wife without your knowledge, without your consent. Nobody would give a document, a divorce document, to a third party unless he actually meant it to be used. So to Machleik, it's Rav Huna Rav Okay, so here's the kasha. So you have a Do you believe the husband or do you believe the third party? Here's the kasha. Masiv Rav Abba has a kasha. The halacha is, let's say this wasn't a divorce document. Let's say this was money. Meaning, Reuven owns Shimon money. He gives money to Levi. Levi, now there's a machleikas, there's a dispute as to why he was given the money. We know that when a, a person is a, a, when a person is moida, then it's kmeidim dami. The shlish mishnehim. But the brayse says the third person is believed. What does the mean? Keitzat shlish Let's say someone gave money to a third party. The person who gave it, Reuven gave money to Levi. Reuven says that he gave it to watch. Levi says, I was, I, no, I was appointed by Shimon to receive the money that you owe him. And again, Reuven owed Shimon money, then Reuven gave money to Levi. So Levi claims that the money was given to him as a deposit. Reuven says, I just gave, I didn't give it to, to I, gave, I asked you to watch it. Levi says, no, you gave it to me because you knew I was a shliach of Shimon. And therefore, uh, I already take the money left your domain. So you have a very similar situation, but instead of a get, you have money. So again, Reuben owed Shimon money. He gives the money to Levi. 
there's a dispute between Reuven and Levi as to what the purpose of the money was. Reuven says, I was asking you to watch it. And Levi says, no, you were at, you knew full well that I was going to give it to someone else. You knew that I was, uh, you owed Shimon money, and Shimon appointed me as a shliach l'kabel hamamen, and therefore the money's already gone. So who do you believe? You believe the third party. So how come by Gittin do you not believe the third party, but by money we do believe the third party? So the Gemara says, or Hunu responds, Shani Mamen, money is different. This Yav Mechila. Money is different. Because I could be Michael the Chayv, I could always just give you money as a gift. I could, I could say, if I owe you money, I'm Michael. Because there's a concept of Mechila, people are more readily willing to sort of part with their money. So when I gave the money to the third party, I knew full well that the money was leaving my domain. Therefore, we believe him. If he claims that he was actually um, a shliach of someone I owed the money, and when I gave him money, the money's gone, I know money is, I could be Michael. Worst case scenario, I just know, okay, I'm Michael the money. You can't be Michael a divorce. There's no such thing. But over here, but by, by a, a get, it's either a get or it's not a get. By money, there's multiple options. I either asked him to deposit or I gave him to him as a chay to pay off a debt. There's a third option, which is, ah, whatever it was, I don't care, I'm Michael. You can't do that with a get. So by money, we're more readily willing to believe the third party and the money is gone because money in general, it's, it's easier to be Michael. But that doesn't work by getting. So by Gittin, Rav Huna still feels strong. We do not believe the third party. We only believe the third party by money. The problem is, Hatanya, the Brisa says that we believe the third party by money, and we also believe them regarding Gittin. Boom! That's a clear refutation of Rav Huna. It says by Gittin as well. So the Gemara says, no, Gite Mamen. Gittin doesn't mean divorce document. Gittin just means documents. Gite Mamen, it means money documents. But wait a minute, there's another b'risa that says that we believe a third party regarding shtaros. So how could it be that, that we believe him for shtaros and for gittin, and they both mean the same thing? So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, those b'risas are not the same b'risa, meaning it's not like it says in one b'risa, shtaros and gittin. No, one b'risa says shtaros, one b'risa says gittin, the two separate b'risas, and both mean the same thing, which is a money document. Okay? So over here you have a machlekes of Hunar of Chizda, if we believe the third party. Here's the problem. Tanan, it says in our Mishnah, you have a, a case where a woman claims that she appointed a shlich to Makabal the Get. What did we say? She needs to appoint, she needs two sets of Eidim. She needs two pairs of witnesses to prove that she's divorced. She needs one set who saw that she appointed the shliach, and one set to see that the get was the get was given over to the shliach, and then it was ripped up. But wait a minute, why do you need these multiple sets? According to Chizda, we always believe the third party. The third party claims that the get was given to him. We believe it, right? So over here also, why are we? Why do we need multiple sets? You have the third party. He claims that he was given mamish our case. Meaning, you have a case where a third party has a get. It's machleik between the third party and the husband, why he got it. The husband says he gave it to him to deposit. The third party says, no, you gave it to me to divorce. The halacha is according to Rechiz, we believe in the third party. So Mamash and our Mishnah, it's Mamash the same thing. The husband appoints, a, the, the woman appoints a shliach to make up the get. The husband gives it to the third party. The third party claims, so why, why do you need multiple sets of Adam? Just believe the third party. So the Gemara says, the difference is between our Mishnah and the case of Rechizda is there is no divorce document. The divorce document is ripped up. Meaning, in the case where the, the guy himself has the document, in like Rechizda's case, where the third party has the document, then he's believed. Why? Migu. He could have just given it to the wife. 
right? If he really, if, if he was lying, if he was lying just to say that they were divorced, he would have just given it to the wife. The fact that he didn't means that he's believed, but he's actually holding the document that he could use. In our Mishnah, the document is ripped up. So he doesn't have the document anymore. I mean, he has the tattered pieces, but he can't use it anymore. There's no more migu. So Rav Chizda only believes the third party when the document is still intact because he's holding on to it. Why? Because if he was lying and it was really a deposit, he could have just handed it to the wife if he wanted to mess over the husband. The fact that he didn't, migu, means that he, we believe him. The case of the Mishnah, the reason why we need multiple adim is because the document is ripped up. Okay? So the Gemara just wait a minute. I understand that. I get it. It's a separate case. But just stop. From our Mishnah, you need two sets of Edom. One is to say that he was appointed as a shliach, and one is to say that the document was handed over. Just stop, Akash. Why do you need a set to say that the document was handed over? He still has the two pieces. right? The get was ripped in half. So I get it. He doesn't have a migu to say that he's believed over the husband. You need Edom. But why do you need a set of Edom to say that it was handed over to him? He's clearly holding it. How else would he have gotten it? Rava says, the reason why you need the second set of Edom is not to say that he didn't, to prove that he didn't steal the document. It's that you need Edom Asir. I mean, because the document was ripped up, as we'll see in a moment, we're talking about a case of time of anti-Semitism, they had to rip up the document. How do you know that she's divorced? Once the document is ripped up, the document is no longer is falsified. So how do you know they're divorced? Therefore, we have that famous thing of Rava Lazar, Edom Asir Karati, that the Iker Edom are the ones who see the get being delivered. So the reason why you need the second set is not to prove that he didn't steal it, that how he got it. He's holding on to the document, but it's, it's for the document to be valid. It's for the divorce to be valid, I'm sorry. So you need one set of Edom to say that he's that he was appointed as a shliach, and the second Edom is just to say that they saw the divorce, that the divorce was actually valid, because the document was ripped up. But all of this is not like Rechizda's case, because Rechizda's case, he's actually holding a full shlar. The Gemara says, Karol why is the document ripped up? We're talking about a case of anti-Semitism, where they had to rip up the document. So we had a machlekes of Huna and Rav Chizda, whether you believe the third party or the husband. Rav Huna feels that you believe the husband and they're not divorced. In the case where the third party has a document and there's a dispute between the husband and third party as to how the document got there. Amar Rava, of Huna, Rav Huna is moida that they are divorced in the following case. If the wife said, if the wife said, the third party told me, it's interesting. Says Rav Huna, I don't believe the third party, but if the wife claims that the third party told hit told her that they that he got the document as a divorce, then he's believed. Now think about that. The third party is not believed if he's holding the document. But says Rav Huna, but if the wife claims that the third party told her, then he's believed. What is it? I don't understand. Says the Gemara, Wait, wait, we don't believe the third party. But if she claims the third party told her, that's enough. I don't say we don't even believe the, the guy himself. We're going to believe it makes a difference if 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 he told the wife. What was the matter? So the Gemara says, no, no, no. This is what it meant. Ali Amra, the following. If the wife claims the following, my husband gave a get to the third party in my presence. Not that the third party told me. I saw the Mesira. I saw it being given over Mehimna. Why? Because she's actually claiming she's divorced, and she's claiming that the divorce happened in front of her, then we believe her. Why? Because she could have just claimed that the divorce document was given to her. She could have asked the third party to give it to her, meaning because she was actually present at the time, and she's claiming she was present, we believe it. Why? Because if she was actually lying, she could have just gone over to the third party and says, hey, can I have the document? The fact that she doesn't do that means we believe her. 
Meaning in the, in the case where, in, the, in this case, she could have asked the third party for the document. Right? It's not like, you know, before this case, it stopped. The husband, the, the third party has a document. The husband says there's a deposit. And the third party says that you gave it to me as a, as, because you knew I was a shliach l'kavl get. The wife is not involved. So then there's a dispute. But in the case where the wife says, I was there when it was given to me, and she's claiming that it was a divorce, then we believe her. Why? Because if she really wanted to lie, she could have just asked the third party, hey, can I have the document? And then she could have claimed she got divorced. The fact that she went through this route means we believe her. Okay, now the Gemara says the following. Baal Amr A husband claimed that he gave a get to the third party for the purpose of divorce. Shlish Amr The third party also claims that it was given for divorce. So the husband and the Shlish are all lockstep. The Hiyay Meres. Now where is the document? Right? The husband says he gave it to the third party. The third party says, I received it. Where is the document? The document is lost. But she says, Nasan Levavit. She says, I got it, but it was lost. So, so it seems like everybody says she's divorced. The third party, the husband, the wife, the halacha is, She needs two witnesses to see to say that, that she was actually divorced. She needs two witnesses. Now why? I'll tell you why. Let's analyze each one. We're not going to believe her because she just claims she lost it. Okay, so that's gone. Now, let's believe the third party, right? According to Chizda, you believe the third party. He claims that it was given over. Right, Chizda claimed before that if the third party claims that it was given to him, we believe him. So why not believe him over here? The answer is over here. The document's no longer in his domain. As I said before, In the case of Chizda, the third party is holding the document. Over here, the document is gone. We don't believe him anymore. So he's out. The wife is out. So what about the husband? The halach is that if a husband claims that he divorced his wife, he's believed. So the husband says that he gave it over to the shliach as a shliach l'kabbalah. No, no, I'm sorry. It's a shliach l'mesira. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The, the husband claims that he gave it to the shliach to deliver. The shliach says he delivered it to the wife. The wife says she lost it. So the halacha is you need Adam. We don't believe him. Why? The wife, because she lost it, so we're not going to believe her. She has no proof. The shliach, because he doesn't have it in his domain anymore. What about the husband? If a husband claims that he divorced his wife, I believe him. The answer is, he never says he divorced her. No, no, no. He never says he handed it to her. He said he gave it to the shliach. He can't prove that he was actually divorced. Maybe the shliach uh, dropped it on the way. Because he can't definitively claim that he's divorced, we don't believe the husband. Wait a minute. Why, does, why is the husband not claiming he's divorced? Because he never says he handed it to the wife. He said he handed it to the shliach. And who knows what happens? Wait a minute. Isn't there a chazak, a shliach, a shlichusai? The halach is that we assume that a shliach does his job. So if the husband is claiming that he gave it to the shliach, isn't that akin to claiming that he's divorced? But Lema, why don't we say, Chazaka shliach osa shlichusai, that a shliach does his job. Dam Rav Yitzchak, how do we know that a shliach does his job? A guy tells a shliach, do me a favor, go out to the marketplace, mekadash anisha for me. The guy goes, and then before he comes back, on his way back, he dies. Gets a heart attack and dies. So we don't know, did he do his job? Who is he mekadash? The halacha is... He's also to marry any woman. Every woman is off limits. Why? Because there's a chazaka that a person does his job. Which means there's a chazaka that the shliach did his job. Now, if there's a chazaka that the shliach did his job, means he was mekadesh somebody. We just don't know who it is. So every woman is, is a Suffolk, um, Suffolk relative of his wife. 
Okay, so what do you see? A shliach does his job. So if a shliach does his job, then when the husband claims that he gave it to the shliach, why isn't that a claim that he's divorced? The answer is, Hanimi l'chumra, l'kululoi. We only have a chazaka that a shliach does his job, l'chumra. To treat, you know, to be machmer on the person, to say that every woman might be a relative of your wife. To be machmer will do it. To be mekel, to say that you're divorced? No. Shliach is not to be mekel. So we don't believe... The husband, we don't believe the shliach. What about the woman? So, she doesn't have any proof. Yeah, but the halach is, We should believe the wife's claim that she received the get from the teaching of Rav Hamnuna. If a woman says to her husband, You divorced me, she's believed. Such chutzpah to lie, no one would lie to the husband's husband's face. No one would lie to his face and say, You divorced me if it wasn't true. So she's claiming she's divorced. So why isn't that enough? The answer is, Hani, Mili, the truth is, Rafam Nuna's rule that if a woman claims she's divorced, we believe her because such chutzpah she would not do if she was lying. Hani, Mili, Hecha, Deleka, Deka, that's only true if she's the only one claiming this. Meaning, a husband and wife are claiming, the husband says we're married, and the wife says, no, you divorced me, such chutzpah, to lie to his face, she wouldn't do, we believe it. But if in this case, where you have the shliya says she's divorced, the husband says she's divorced, so she's just adding on, she's just throwing her name into the ring. It's not such chutzpah. Rav Hamnuna only believes the wife when it's such a, a brazen claim, such azas to say divorce when no one else is saying divorce, we believe. But if everybody's saying divorce, she just threw her name in, that's not a claim. So her claim's not in, the shliach's claim's not in, the husband's claim is not good, and therefore she needs edus. All right. Now, just a uh, Mishnah, and we'll finish up. It's not very difficult. Uh, there are three stages of a girl. Up to the age of bat mitzvah, she's a katana. From bat mitzvah until 6, 12 and a half, 12 and a half, she's called a naira. And then from 12 and a half on, she's a bagaris. The question is like this. Up to the age of 12, the only one who could receive a get for her is her father. The, uh, I mean, assuming her father's alive. From 12 and a half, you can only divorce the wife. The question is, from 12 to 12 and a half, who can receive the divorce? So, Naira Merasa, you have a Naira who is, who's married. Naira Merasa, actually she did Arison. Okay. Fine. Naira Merasa. So who can receive the divorce for her? Either her or her father. The Tanakama claims that basically up to 12, it's just the father. From 12 and 12 and a half, now she's, she has like an additional option. You can't have two people have such authority. Receiving the get, you're either a child or an adult. Meaning, it's either the, cha- the daughter or the father. No both. It doesn't work like that. Rather, of Yehuda says, only the father. Until 12 and a half, only the father, not the daughter. Okay. Any girl who cannot take care of her get cannot be divorced. Now, what is this referring to? So Rashi says, this is referring to a child. Meaning, even though, according to Rashi, even though, let's say, you have a girl who's 11. The husband wants to divorce her. So we said, I said, they give it to the get to the father. Says Rashi, the Mishnah is telling you a big Kiddush, and that is that if the child is so immature that she cannot guard her get, and the Gemara will define what that means, the halacha is you can't. Eat, the father can't even receive a get for her. Meaning, 
even the father can the father can only receive a get for a child who's mature enough to watch it. If she's not mature enough, then you can't divorce her. That's Rashi's take. Tysus disagrees. Tysus says no. If there's a father involved, then uh, she could always receive the get. The father can always receive the get despite her maturity lack thereof. Rather, the case is where the father died and and she got married rabbinically. You cannot divorce her if she can't watch her get. But Rashi holds this is talking about even the father. The katana cannot be divorced if she cannot if she's not mature enough to watch her get. The Gemara will define exactly what this means. What's the machlekes about? We had a machlekes whether Naira is a two people can she can be divorced either by her or father, or just the father. Rabbanon Sabri Yadi Yisirosis Achler Rachmana. The Rabbanon feel that Hashem gave her another option, meaning up to twelve is just the father, and now Tosafos of Nefshi has another option of, of the of hers of, uh, in as, as well. Rabbi Yudah Menob B'Makom Avia Yadai Lelav Klomi. Whenever the father's authority is still intact, then her authority is irrelevant, and therefore you can't have two authorities, right? It's the old adage: you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks, so you can't have two people receive the gets. So you got to choose one. And therefore, Avida says it's the father. Now, the Misha then said that any girl who cannot watch her get cannot be divorced. So what does this mean? A girl under bat mitzvah who could take care of her divorce, can be, uh, take care of her get document, can be divorced. But if not, not. Okay. Now, what does it mean, someone who could watch her get? Any girl who could take care of her get and something else. Now, what does that mean? My camera, what are you talking about? This is what we meant to say. It means that if, let's say, you give her a divorce document and she loses it, but she picks up another paper and pretends it's a divorce document and she watches that, that's enough. Meaning, she's not able to watch her document. She might lose that, but she'll pick up another paper and be like, oh, okay. So the Gemara says, the, the Gemara says, well, wait a minute, that's that's crazy immature. I mean, that, that's mamish like a shoyta. Someone who, if she doesn't understand what it is, and if she just loses it, she'll just take a different paper and put it in instead. How could you say that that's mature enough to watch her get? Right? We're trying to define what's mature enough that she could be divorced. So it says, oh, if she watches another document as her divorce document, even if she loses it, if she loses her document, she'll take care of another object claiming it's the divorce document. It's a shaita. The Bechlal means she has no idea what you're talking about. No, it means the opposite. It means if she's able to tell the difference, if she knows the difference between a divorce document and another paper, then she's mature enough to be divorced. A different get it. If you give her a rock and she throws it away, but she takes a nut. So you have a rock and a nut. Obviously, a rock is meaningless and not as valuable. If you give them both to her and she takes the rock and throws it away and she keeps the nut, then that's mature enough. Then, then she has the legal capacity to acquire things for herself, but she cannot acquire for others. Okay? So that's the first step of maturity, that she's able to acquire things for herself. Now, I think this is. I think this is Darabonon. I always thought this is Darabonon. Because we had before. Yeah, I I I think Pashtus this is Yeah, but Pashtus this is Darabonon because as we had earlier, 
that Chazal instituted that a child is able to make kinyanim, right? Pu'uta is 6, 7, 7, 8, 8, 9, that a child can make kinyanim in order for them to be able to do commerce in order to survive. I, I think this is, I would assume that this is only Durabanan. Okay, but I, I'm seeing on the bottom that they, they uh, I, I see that they bring that in from Marashi and Sukkah that implies that it's the rice of Pashas So the question is, at what age? So if she's able to take a nut and keep it, but throw away a stone, then she could be kind of things for herself, but not for others, because it takes it takes more das to be kind of for others than to be kind of for yourself. But if you give her an object and she gives it back to you an hour later, you say, hey, watch this for an hour, and she gives it back to you an hour later, I mean, she's mature enough to not lose it, then then she could acquire things for herself and for others as well. Okay. When they said this statement, the truth is, that's the same meaning. Um, what does he mean they're the same? He says, no. It, 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 those two categories of, of knowing the difference between a nut and a stone and being able to return a borrowed object, Rechizda feels both of those are at the stage where you could acquire things for yourself and not for others. Okay. Now, Masa Rechina Vardon asked the following question. This is a Kashan Rechizda, I believe. So, we know there's a called Shtufi Mavoy. Shtufi Mavoy means that if you have a community drive, on a biblical level, people can carry from their houses into the community drive because the community drive is not considered shusarabim. But Chazal were afraid that it looks not great that people are carrying into like a communal space. So they think, you said you have to do called shtufim voice, which is that each member of the community drive puts a little bit of bread into an area, and or one person is mezakeh for everybody, and that's called a shtufim voice. So how do you make a shetufim b'vayis? You place a barrel of wine. One person takes a barrel of wine and he says, this wine is on behalf of all the residents of the community drive. And he makes a kinyan for each one. Who, who, who does the kinyan for them? Through his adult son or daughter because if they're katanim, they can't be mezakeh for others. Or through his Jewish uh, Jewish slave or Jewish maidservant. Okay, now, now how, how do you, yeah, how do you, how, what's the case of a shivcha, right? A shivcha can make a kinyan for, uh, for the people, the residents of the community drive. Now, how old is the shivcha? Now, if the shivcha is 12 years old and she already has two sires, my boy got in, then how is she a shivcha anymore? The halacha is that she goes free when she turns 12, 12 and shtay sires. El labdalayas is shtay sires. It must be that she is under bat mitzvah. She's a katana. U katana Oh, and it says that she could acquire for others. So, how could Rav Chizda say, Right, Rav Chizda is saying, yeah, that Rav Chizda, I believe, is saying, the way they understood it, right? again, you had two categories of a katana. You have a katana who takes a nut, keeps it, and throws away the stone. That, the Gemara said, she could kind of for herself and not for others. But if you give her a, a borrowed object, she returns it after an hour, she's old enough to mezaka for others. Rav Chizda says, both of those, she could only acquire for herself and not for others. The Gemara understands it, that according to Rav Chizda, a katana cannot be mezaka for others. The problem is, this shivcha is a katana, because if she's a katana, she goes free, and she's mezaka for others. So the Gemara responds, Shani shtufim b'vayis, the Rabbana. The answer is shtufim b'vayis, is the Rabbana. So yeah, 
if it was something that you needed, a biblical requirement, you would not be mezakeh for others. This is the Rabbana. So for the Rabbana, we're more mekel. Am Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda then said, Ishtik Vardoyed. Rav Chizda then said, Rav Chanina was, was quiet. Meaning, when he answered this point, that Shtufim voices to Rabbana, no one responded. My Memar, what could they have said? Called to Tikkun Rabbana, came to Raisa Tikkun. They could have argued that if you're telling me that it would not work on a biblical level and only works because it's the Rabbanan, you could have argued, Call to Tikkun Rabbanan, Kain de Raisa Tikkun. But and how would Rav Chizda have responded? He would respond that this concept that we make, we treat the Rabbanans as their Raisa, is only true for things that have a biblical source, which is a complete creation of Chazal, where there's no Iker from that Torah, it's a complete creation from Chazal, then uh, we're not, uh, we, we, we don't mind having the Rabbana and the Raisa have different halachas. Right, we'll stop here, we'll pick it up tomorrow position.